This is Josh. And Mel. She's tired. I'm tired. And uh, this is I Like My Spouse. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Um, hey. We are still on the beautiful island of Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, courtesy of the elegance. No, the majestic. Oh, my God, Josh. Since we stop, got here, you've been saying them wrong. Name. We are at the Majestic Mirage Resort in Punta Cana, and it's absolutely wonderful. Shout outs to our butler, Mikey. Mikey is the man. I really feel like that's not his name. Is it Mickey? It's Mikey. He said Mikey. He it's said spelled M A I K Y. He said M-A-I-K-Y. that's the Hispanic way to spell it. Okay. We'll have to confirm with uh, Pretty Ricky and uh, Veronica. Vern. Yeah, we'll because confirm. She'll tell me the truth. Okay. But um, uh, today we will be talking about how we first met. Yay! Oh, a lot of a lot of you have always asked like how we met and everything. So okay. we're gonna be going through the entire story from both of our perspectives, <laughs> which is gonna be we're gonna be coming from the truth and the, <laughs> hmm, not really sure. So all of you who are Martin fans, I want you to keep in mind that one episode where they talked about how Gina and Martin met, and yes, I'm gonna be referencing that a lot. Well, you don't know, no, baby. You know, you know. Okay, so here's the real deal. We first met at church, you right? Wanna, you want to tell your side first? So it's not ladies first. Well, the first place we met was at church, right? Oh, because you want to tell your story? No, I'm saying that's the, okay. We <laughs> first right, met so at you know church, what, that's what we and do. then boom, you go Mel. No, no, no. Where you first met? What we oh. could do is we could start telling a story and then, you know, if you start hinting things that's not true, okay. <laughs> then I, I will say All right. All wrong. right. So I first met my beautiful, lovely, interesting, phenomenal, charismatic, lovely wife. Not um, charismatic at all. Lies she tells. Um, we first met at church. So it was an Easter Sunday. It was Easter. It was Easter. See? Huh. Mm -hmm. So the first time we met, or first time I laid eyes on her. So if you've ever been to my church, um, when you walk into the front door, everyone's chair is facing to the right. So the right is where the front of the church is. So you're walking in on the side, right? Right, right. So I remember walking in. My sister walked in in front of me. Um, I walked in right behind her. And... People's heads were turned, but um, there was one face that I saw that like leaned forward to kind of see who was coming through the door, <laughs> and that was the face. Okay, let's of, interject right hold there. Hold on, wait. That I'm telling my story. That's you're the. But first I told you face, when it starts getting finicky, I'm gonna jump you're in. You're the first face that I saw. But you just now indicated. That you I mean, leaned over. No, you leaned. So how my church is set up is. Um, of course, Aaron Rose, so you can't see like if somebody's sitting behind somebody else. What I'm saying is Mel leaned forward to see. Who I did was, not lean forward. You did. I promise you did. That's oh how I, then my how God. Would, how would I see your face? Maybe the Lord directed your eye straight right. to my straight face. Straight to her face with Let somebody me. sitting right beside her. Oh my God, it was Genesis. Whatever. She was right so, there. <laughs> she was the first face that I saw. And I thought to myself, self, she's cute. 
And I just went about my business. Now, I say all that to say because at the time, I was in a relationship with a young lady who I was very serious about. And I, Has he? I had. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> joking, joking, joking. And I had, I had legit plans to, like, you know, propose and everything like that to that young lady. Because she was his. She was my love. Sana yeah, in love and she basketball. She was my love and basketball situation. Right. So. Did she have the feet, too? Let's not. Ain't nobody got if feet she like, listens nah, to the but, podcast, she yeah. might know that is you, and then I'll feel bad. Praise the Lord. Bless but you. meanwhile, on the on my side, mm-hmm. when when he walked in, see, I didn't have the whole love struck thing. I did, and then I but my, for like two seconds, I said, "Oh, he walked in with his wife." Yeah, scratch that. I'm not doing it. So I, my brain cells went to, he's cute then it was like he's oh he's married (laughs) never mind so i just proceeded not to look at him anymore and then i think you guys became members the same day yeah right Mm -hmm. so then i noticed oh but you know what that's what it was they still never said that you were brother and sister Mm -hmm. or whatever they just said my name is barbara my name is jeff my name is josh it was just me and barbara at first oh i thought it was jeff too you sure? I yeah, because Jeff, Jeff came the next following year, Easter. But even so, they never like addressed if this was husband and wife. I don't know if it was just overlooked or they just assumed that they were brother and sister. But whatever. So then, when I got a better look at him, I was like, oh, okay. But I still was thinking he was married, so I left him alone. See, y'all leave these married women, women, husbands, all that alone. Yeah, she's fast. Yes, if you, if yes, you think it, me. find out first before you <laughs> jump into anything. What did you say? You said I'm fast? No. <laughs> I just realized what you said. Um, so that so that's when I first saw Melissa. When I first met Melissa was at The Miss, Love Feast. No. Yes. No, at Purity. See? Huh. Purity? At um Reverend Karstein's house. Oh yeah. See? Oh my god. You be remembering See? everything. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell That's y'all. when so, we used to have a purity classes. So my church had Reverend Car- classes. Was it Reverend Carstine? It was Reverend Carstine. And we was in a circle. Yeah, we sat in talking. a circle talking about oh, yeah. sex. We talked about purity. Forgot the about that. Of virginity and abstinence. Um and why that's so important to God. And um that's where like I became friends with Melissa. Now, I'm I'm getting back. I'm going to say the word friend a lot uh, during this uh, time because we legitimately became solid friends. But it was so weirdly instant. I don't befriend people. Like, anybody that knows me, it takes me such a long time to even get past the awkward Hey, how are you? Like, what? I'm one of those people, it takes a while. Like, with the exception of my sisters, you know, my, not blood sister, but my spiritual sisters, I really don't click with people like that. Like, I, it takes me a minute. You have to be somebody that God literally said, hey, this is your friend. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm very standoffish, and I'm like, it's bad. I, I, well, I could honestly say that's changed. I used yeah. to be very, like, don't look at me. Don't mm-hmm. even say hi to me. Like, if I say hi, count it a privilege. That's how I felt. <laughs> like, I was God or something. But so for me to be his friend instantly, it was crazy because I like liked him right away, but not liked him. I liked him, but didn't like like him. I'm not, I'm not looking at her right now. Because so you're trying to play me. I was, I didn't <laughs> like, this is the honest truth. 
I didn't like you in the sense of, ooh, I could get with him. It was more like, yo, he's mad cool. And I must say that because now when I when I kind of when I finally came to the realization, like, yo, she she's like a dope friend. I was dope. We was were dope. we were at I'm Sandra, still pretty dope, Sandra Oates' house. Yes. Sandra Oates. Uh, shout out to the late Sandra Oates. Oh she, my god, I love her. She's like the originator of us. She, she was like she the other some, mom. She says some things to us that we will never repeat on microphone. No, ever. Because but, y'all would think she was crazy and she wasn't. She was just real. Right. So um, it was at her house. She had a cookout. She invited everybody. And it was there where like Mel and I talked. But you know, she like, told me, she did say, I know you like him. <laughs> did she? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I know you like him. You don't got to tell me, but I already know. I was like, okay. So she, yo, she knew she, and I was trying to like, whatever. And she said, yeah, I know you do. You ain't going to tell me, but I know. I was like, (laughs) okay, sure. No problem. So that was the first time we talked and we hung out Mm -hmm. and we sat, we chatted. And I think that was like their origin of our friendship that Sandra was cookout. And then from there we would text, we would email, Mm -hmm. um, just learning more about each other. She learned about, about she learned about my family dynamic. I learned more about her family dynamic, and we earnestly became very, very good friends. Very good. Um, keep in mind, I was still in a relationship at this time, so and that's why that's important so, because we were legit buddies, and I knew you had a girlfriend, yeah. and I wasn't trying to sneak you out the girlfriend's face. But you I was praying. I was praying on the Lord. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, because you already know. Like, but you know what? I wasn't praying for you to break up with her, for you to be with me. I was just praying for you, period. Like, I like this guy, but you know. And again, I didn't allow my feelings to go so, so far because then I would have just been wrong because I would have been having feelings for you knowing that you got a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I just legitimately liked you as a as a buddy buddy like mm-hmm. i felt like you were easy to talk to um mad funny like josh has been funny since the day i met like just silly like i forgot what you said to me and you've been doing that fake out thing since i met you like you had me thinking for real for real something was wrong and he's like i'm just kidding and i was <laughs> like yo i like him he's funny but the other reason why i really liked him is like genesis liked you and anybody who knows me shout out to little mama when at that point in time, it's still it's still like this. Because with my spiritual sisters, you, know, you got to go through them first. But when she said, nah, Melon, that's my dude. I like him. I was like, yes. And now with, with Mama, him. with Mama, like, so. Oh, she didn't like nobody. She didn't like nobody I dated. I only dated one dude that she really, really honestly knew, like, personally. And she told me the first day he came that he was ugly. And <laughs> she she said, Melon, he's ugly. By the way, that's what she calls me, Melon. So she's like, he's ugly. And she was like, oh my God, he's ugly. <laughs> so she was honest with me and she didn't care if I ever hurt my feelings. She just wanted me to know like, no or yes. So she wasn't saying like, this is, I like him because I think y'all will be good together. She was saying that like, legitimately, I like him. He's my buddy. And then he became her family's buddy. Yeah. The whole family was loving him. He was over there more than anywhere. Shout out all to Uncle Ramon. The, 
and Auntie Crystal. Shout out to Auntie Crystal. Always there. Every time I turned around, they would take videos, pictures. I'm like, dang, dude, he live over there? <laughs> and what was wonderful about that dynamic was they showed me, you know... Um, the husband-wife. Husband-wife yeah. dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, and it just turned out to where I can always have somebody to, like, rely on. Like, and then you, you was know, able to talk to Uncle a lot a about lot. your feelings and stuff and the man stuff right. that you didn't really necessarily get to do with your dad. Right. So for for that, it's like God opened the door for you to have a relationship with another man who was a, a father man, figure yeah. to you and could tell you like the do's and the don'ts or whatever. And what I loved about them is they, I, I don't know if they knew before we knew, but they kind of like sensed something was there. Mm -hmm. So they was always like, don't be alone. Mm -hmm. Find yourselves here. You know, mm -hmm. we we can guard that kind of thing. So they were like, <laughs> without much effort, being count accountability partners. Yeah. They didn't really know. Like it wasn't like they was like telling us like we know you like each other because they didn't. Time out. We didn't say that. Interjection. So can you explain? So accountability yeah. partners are important in any relationship that you might have. So if you're courting. Or if you think that, you know, you like somebody mm -hmm. um, and you feel like you accountability partners basically are your quote unquote bodyguards. So they will be with you for your spirit, for your spirit. So and, they're and watching your, and your flesh and your flesh because they're going to make sure that you ain't by no you ain't in no room by yourself. Having conversations, quote unquote, you're not in no bathroom nowhere, in a basement somewhere, in a corner somewhere. They're going to just be present to mm -hmm. avoid those situations from happening. They're also there for when you're feeling those feelings like, you know, I'm, I'm asleep with this person. You can go to them. You can talk it through. And if they're a spiritual person, they're going to pray you through it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to tell you, this is the steps you need to do first before you consider that. Let's fix this about you first. before mm -hmm. you. So they're really basically your uh, your flesh best friends. The, I guess your flesh enemies, your really. Flesh, no, they're not your enemies, though. Yeah, because the enemies see your flesh. Because if your flesh is trying to get But even and, so, let, yeah. let's say they are your spiritual best friend. Yeah. They are, uh, their interest is to make sure that you, if this is somebody that you're thinking of courting, or you really seriously about to marry, that you get to the altar and that it's pure when you get there. And that and, there's no, there's no uh, bad whatever when you get there. An accountability partner is pretty much someone who is in your corner it's that it's not that cut buddy that'll like prompt you to do whatever you feel like you want to do and uh an accountability partner will always steer you in the right direction yeah they're gonna get on your nerves yeah they'll point you to god even when you're not trying to hear it yeah they're gonna piss you off yep. because there's gonna be days where you feel like you know what i'm gonna do me and they're gonna be like no, no you're not. not you're gonna do this because for you to stay straight and for the enemy not to overtake you, this is what you need to do. So you're going to get mad at them every now and again. But then in the end, whatever is the success of the story, you're going to thank them. So I would say that uncle was your accountability. Right. Auntie was mine at one point. My sister, Jessica, was mine big time. I, and, and the crazy thing is my sister wasn't even fully saved mm -hmm. at that time. When, I'm, when I was with Josh, she wasn't fully in quote unquote in god quote unquote she was kind of running rampant but one thing about my sister that i loved is that she always encouraged me not to do what she was doing i know that's such craziness to some people that feel like what the heck <laughs> but the honest truth is that's just how she was so 
when I did finally bring to her attention, like, yo, I'm feeling Josh. She was like, Josh who? <laughs> <laughs> and when I described who you were, she was like, oh, he's cool. Yeah, I like him. He's cool. Whatever. And I said, no, I really like him. And then I started talking to her about him. And just, she's like, wow, Mel, like, you, you talking a lot. And she understood, like, no, this she really likes the dude. Mm-hmm. So she was one of those people I could say stuff to. And oddly enough, Genesis was very young when she met. I think she was like 14, 12, 13, 14. I think she was 13, actually. And she had so much information, like so much stuff to say. Melon, this is what you do. And I'm like, you're like younger than me. What are you talking about? But she was so encouraging. And she made sure that nothing could be spoken evil of us. So she always made sure we was like, in the clear, you know, we doing something as as a quote in the family in the sense of us with her family. Mm-hmm. She made it out in the open. She had us, you know, it was it was clear that she wanted to make sure that nobody could say, "Oh, there's that Genesis house." We done seen to. We see. Nope. We done Her seen parents to, were home. Right. Her brother always. was there, Chris and was the parents there. they always invited multiple people. So shout it was never to, just shout out to Chris playing NBA live. In yeah, the that's all he did. But it wasn't like they just invited us too. It was us and other people. So it was always a crowd. So fast forward, I started getting serious feelings. But of course, again, I was clear that Josh had a girlfriend. So for me, that's when the prayer shifted. It was like, God, you know, if this guy is somebody that, you know, is seriously for me, you're going to have to break this relationship. (laughs) So here's what happened. Um, we had a, what is it called? A, a ceremony. We had an event at church and we were not, we as in the noble girls were not going. My father said, no, it's a Saturday. I just want Wait, to hold on. Let me interject because I got to tell them what happened on my end. So it was, um, it was a, it was, this was a whole week long thing, but um, it was a Friday night when I had uh, a revelation, right? And this revelation was like, yo, I really like, Male, like I really like her, like her, but I'm in this relationship. But the relationship took a turn for the worse, right? Um, and this isn't over time, this is like months in the working, right? Um, like I said, we met Easter. Um, this is like summer, right? Summer, the big, right mm-hmm. before school starts, yeah, it wasn't and um. Yeah, because it was a love feast night. So yeah, um, the first love feast ever. Yeah, it was in the summer. Yeah, That's, no, that, no, the first love feast was. That was the first one. That summer. That was the first one in church introduced. So, I'm um, I'm praying right, and we're talking, and I'm like, yo, this is not working. So I prayed one of those Gideon prayers, like, Lord, if you do, if you're saying this, do this, or if you're saying that, do that. Um. And I prayed one of those prayers, and a part of that prayer was, Lord, um, if I'm supposed to be with Mel, have her come to one of the Saturday morning classes at the church. Um, no, my church was the event. Diva. Or, Diva, right. Um, which was on a Saturday morning. Keep Shout in mind. Shout out to Reverend Ames. Right? For the um, Diva program. That was the best <laughs> program ever. So, just to give you some context, Mel lived in Jersey. Uh, Jersey. Jersey! Right, and Don't our hate. church was in upstate New York. So I was like forty minutes. So from um, I had prayed this prayer. I was earnestly praying. Like I went in the closet and prayed, you all. Like I was in the closet Again. praying hard. You went in the closet. So absolutely. 
So um, I called Mel that night. Just like, hey, y'all going to church tomorrow? And then off the bat, she was just like, no. My father said, we're not going. So automatic bubble pop, right? And this is the thing with that. So most of the events, daddy had to like drag us, right? Let me say me. No, let's say us. He had to drag a system because honestly, at that point in time, we was not used to the church stuff. We were, when I say that, we were used to St. John Sunday morning. That's it. We wasn't used to the Wednesday, the Friday, the, the events on a Saturday. Like for us, it was taking our time away. So we started feeling like, yo, we don't want to go to these things. So when my dad said, "Oh, we not going," I said, "Yes, all right." You know, so I got excited and happy. Like, okay, I don't have to go. And then, so when she told me that, my heart sank because I didn't know what the Lord was doing. Because you know, I feel like the relationship like, that I was no. in, it was not like so not to bash the young lady, but it wasn't anything they particularly did. But it was I was the Lord just pulling us apart because we we're moving in two opposite directions, and it hurt because I had known this girl since middle school. So and maybe right, your heart sinking was more like. Dang, I don't. No, I'm heart, losing this girl. I don't right, think I'm supposed to be with this, this girl. One, so I was just lost. I was like, Lord. So he was like, this is not Lord, fair. I was like, I am Confucian. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So. I am Confucian. So um, I just went to bed. Next morning, I wake up. I had reached out to one of my best friend's moms to see if that part of my, you know, my Gideon prayer came through. <laughs> right? Checking on Jesus. Checking on Jesus. And. <laughs> That didn't go the way that I had asked the Lord. Oh my so my best God. friend went somewhere and I was asking the Lord, if I'm supposed to be with the other young lady, allow him to stay where he was. That didn't happen. So he was gone, right? Boom. So it's middle of the afternoon now. Mm. I don't know if I called you or you called me. I think I called you because here's what happened. So my dad woke up. It's, t- it's like nine something. He's like... He's not saying nothing. He's kind of calm or whatever. Like at 10 o'clock, he's like, y'all go find some clothes to wear because you're going to go. We're going to go to church. I'm like, but I thought you said we wasn't going because now I'm thinking, dang it. I got to go find clothes. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, nah, I changed my mind. We're going to go. So I was like, dang. All right. Let me see if Josh going. So I text. I called you and I was like, hey, yeah, because we about to go to church. We going to the thing. And then you said... No, I think you called me when you were there. No, I called you before. I remember the conversation because I had a little bit of an attitude. So I don't think you told me you were going because I don't know if you planned to. No, I I was done. I was done. Like, I was soaking. So I remember saying, and he was like, oh, all right, something of that nature. And I kind of was like, all right, I'll see you later, but not see you later at church. I was saying, I'll just see you later. So I had a whole attitude in the car, like, I could be so, home, so I could be on a movie. keep in thing. mind, when she called, or when, when we spoke, I was washing dishes, and in, in the apartment that I was in, in the kitchen, there was one window directly behind the stove that overlooked, like, the courtyard and the street and everything like that. So I'm washing dishes. I had just hung up the phone with her, and she's <laughs> telling me she's headed to church. I'm going. Right? So I hang up. I'm washing dishes, I finish washing dishes, and I turn around look at the window, and I specifically hear the Lord say, don't you remember what you prayed for? Mm-hmm. And I literally had like one of those home alone faces, like, oh! Like one of those like, oh shoot, like what just happened? He said, I better get so, to the church. <laughs> so 
I was just floored for the rest of the night. I didn't know what was going on. And I remember that Saturday, I had that, that same evening, I had told the Lord, I was like, all right, I got to go on like a fast. I'm going to go on a five-day fast and pray. And I remember the Lord said, seven days. I was like, seven-day fast? Now, mind you, backtrack. I remember <sighs> even at the love feast, that's why I really started to feel differently about you because I remember I said to Jonathan, who happened to be one of his closest mm -hmm. friends at the time, I said, hey, Jonathan, let me just ask you something. Like, he got a girlfriend? Is he still with his girl or whatever? So he was like, nah, she... Nah, he left her or whatever. I don't think Jonathan knew what he was talking about. No, he knew because I had told him the whole prayer thing. Right. So he was saying, like, nah, nah, he ain't with her or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, because I thought he was with the girl. He was like, nah, nah, that's over. And then I happened to sit. I think he was like, why, you feeling him or whatever? You know how Jonathan yeah. is. <laughs> He's like, nah, you feeling him or whatever? I was like, Jonathan, don't go over there and say nothing to him. He's like, nah, I'm just checking. Like, you feeling him? And then, of course, because that was his boy, he went and said something to Josh. And Josh was right. like, yeah. He was like, yo, she feeling you, dog. I was like, word, <laughs> word. I was like, woo, woo. But then this person, I was going to call you a jerk, but I changed my mind. <laughs> but then Jonathan was like, but don't, don't, like, she wanted me to tell you. Like, yeah, and like, I was just like, I'm going to act like I don't know. I want to hear her say it. So when I get over there, I say to him. Did Jonathan tell you anything? I was, I was like, like, did Jonathan speak like, to you? No. He was like, no. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, never mind. Because I ain't that kind of chick. I'm from Jerks. Like, so, I was, <laughs> like, so I was like, oh, all right. And then he's like, I'm just joking. He told me. I was like, you jerk. Yeah, but after, after she told me. Like, so what happened? She was just yeah, like, well. Yeah, after I tell you, then you like, she was like, She was like, I'm not trying to scare you or anything Seriously? like that. I just want you to know, like, I'm feeling you. I like you a little bit. But, like, I know we cool. See, that's that Jersey that. stuff. Because like, I know New we Yorkers cool know we do it all. And I was like, uh-huh. I had a straight face on the inside. Like he didn't I'm like, know. Yes, yes, pump, yes, 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 on the inside. But on the outside, I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, cool. Yeah, right, yeah, right, no yeah, problem. Cool, sure, cool. sure, right, sure, yeah. sure. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what, you know what I mean, baby? Yeah, I'm not trying baby. Right, so after she told me, I was like. So silly. Nah, I'm playing. He told me everything. I, I just wanted like, to hear you say it. And she was like, I can't stand you. And that was the first time Melissa abused me because she hit me in the arm. I did. She hit me. I hit him so hard. And then I, I don't know, that night was the night that I was like, yo, I don't know what this is going to be, but yeah, I like this. Yeah. So the first thing I did after that was I talked to my father. So my father Wait, was on. like. Before you go there, let me talk about my, my, my seven day, five day, seven day fast. Yeah, right? but that was after you spoke to, I spoke to my dad. Okay, so you could do that. Okay, go So. Um, my, my father was like James Evans mixed with Bill Cosby. So why I say that is he's very, was very, very strict. And when it came to his kids, especially cause he only had girls, he didn't play that. So he didn't want to hear another thing about him was he taught us to be very independent. He had fits when any dude bought us like clothes for birthday or gifts and stuff. He'd be like, you could do that just out. So for him, it was a big deal for him to shield us. So, but the big, the issue was I was very close to my father. So I kind of felt like he's going to know something if I don't say something. Mm -hmm. So I, and I was like, and the, the worst thing that could happen is that he find out something because my father was very 
Harlem, he would he would have walked up to Josh and straight punched him in the face. <laughs> I believe Honestly, that. like, and everybody just saw him, he was a kind soul, so they thought, nah, he wouldn't do nothing. Yes, he would. He yeah, I, him I believe face. that. That'd he would have be been like, and you was keeping it a secret? Boom. So the next day, I went up to him and I said, Daddy, I got to talk to you. He had a study, so I went in his study, and when you go in his study, it was like, this is serious. Like, <laughs> we're about to plan my life. And so I told him, I said, look, I just wanted to tell you, like, I like Josh. He was like, you like him? <laughs> I was like, yes. And he was saying it like he didn't believe it. Like, you like him like what? And I'm like, like, I like him like I like him. Like, like as though I want to date him. And my, see, the difference was at the time, my father had this rule. He had to be 16 to date. I was way past that, that age. But we had started going to Beth Rafa and learning about the difference in dating and courting. Mm-hmm. So now that rule had kind of like changed. Now it was like, mm, I don't know about this. So he started to kind of get quiet. And I told him, I was like, I really like him, daddy. And he said, okay, you know, let's see where this goes. Let's, let's, let's not rush into anything. Let's, let's see this, where this goes. Now, why that's, that was major? Because my father didn't give in for nothing. He didn't care if you had the waterworks on. I remember a boyfriend before that. I tried to convince my dad he was the one. He said, no, he ain't. <laughs> Just <laughs> like that. And I mean, I was like, daddy, I'm telling you. It wasn't real tears. but It's like he could distinguish what was real and what was not. Mm-hmm. And the guy before Josh, I was like, yeah, he's the one. He's the my father was like, you are wrapped up in emotion. This guy is not it. He wasn't He wasn't it. But when I said this to him about Josh, and I didn't even tell him that I loved him at this time, I was just basically saying I really like this guy. He was like, all right, let's just, and I, I remember walking out the room like, oh my God, my dad just said, all right. <laughs> he said, okay, like, uh, this, okay, this is going to be good. So then I think that's when you had the conversation with yeah, him. Yeah, so that, that, that Sunday night at church, I was just like, Rev, can I talk to you? Because we had a good speaking relationship, right? right? We weren't like buddy-buddy or anything crazy, but I knew that uh, Reverend Noble was somebody that I can go to when I had a question about the Lord because he, yeah. was, he, was, he was definitely a man who spoke to God, right? Yeah. Um, and I knew, even from his preaching, he held no punches. Like right. he, His thing was, I'd rather hurt your feelings and make sure you get into heaven. And that's how he was so, with his kids. Like, you're going to get this raw punch in the face, right. <laughs> but you're going to thank me later for it. I know it's going to hurt, but I have to say it. So I went to him. It was, it was I think it was right after 6.30 or right before 6.30 service, because that's when they first started Holy Blaze services. Yes. So I was just like, I Shout feel the... Shout out to the young people for the Holy Blaze. Right? we the reason why Holy Blaze even exists right That's now. That's a whole nother combo. We literally had about. to tell Bishop, like, we wanna we're bored. Yeah. <laughs> we, we want something to do in the summer. It started out as one Sunday yes. a month. We had to tell her. We were a younger... We were a smaller group at that time. It was mm-hmm. maybe 10 of us. So it was like... But we were we bored on Sunday nights. We were bored. We didn't have she nothing was doing it for the to do. She only did it for a summer for two years. Yeah. And then after that, it became permanent. But prior to that, we were just like, hey, we don't have nothing to do. <laughs> she right. was like, okay. 
here's what you can do. Yeah. And Holy Blaze was a little different because it was a time it where we, we led the praise and yep. worship at one point. So it was a little less formal. Testimony than, services. Yeah, yeah. We did pretty much everything. And it was always a service where like the Holy Ghost literally came in and slayed every All young the person. young people was laid out. That's why. Even they, though it was like That's 10, how it got the term was, Holy Blaze. Yeah, Because we like the Lord lit a fire out. and laid. It was literally like massacre. Not Bodies anything like now because the Holy Blaze now. Holy Blaze is just. I don't even know how we make it home half the time because we be leaving church at like 10, 11 o'clock. Holy Blaze is literally like every service. But as we digress. Yes. Um, I went to Rev and I was just like, I told, I, you know, I'm praying about something and I want to go on a five day fast, but I believe I heard the Lord say seven day fast. I'm like, what do I do? And he was like, well, that's what you believe you heard the Lord to say. Go on the seven day fast. Um, limit TV, talking to people, pray read your word, and just really seek the Lord for what you're seeking him about. And I was like, cool. So, And then that same evening when I told Mel, like, hey, I'm going to be fasting this week, so I won't really be talking to you as much as we really talk. Because like I said, we had become such good friends. We we're, were talking, talking every, every day. day. We, I got, pause, I got in trouble because my phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> that was when phones, didn't they weren't free to like nine. Nine o'clock. Right. Oh, Melissa was on the phone at seven, from seven into nine, and I'm like, nah, my parents ain't gonna notice that because it's only an hour. Lies yeah, I tell. It was on the bill. My bill was so high, my dad was like, if you don't stop getting on this phone at nine o'clock, I'm taking the phone. And so that I was when you had to get on the phone at 9.01. Yes. Yeah. To get on, and my dad was threatening my life because he also had a rule after 10 o'clock you didn't talk to right. my children, not to my, my girls. So I was like, dang, that ain't enough time, a whole hour. And he was like, no, 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 you're going to do an hour and you're going to go to bed. <laughs> and then also, so side note, uh, shout out to the snitches of Jennifer and Jessica. Oh, my God. Because I remember Rev came up to me one day. He was like, hey, uh, I know y'all been talking on the phone. Yo, Jennifer and Jessica? So it she, wasn't Jennifer, Jessica. It was Jennifer? It was Jennifer. Uh, I'm not She's surprised. She's waking me up in the night. I'm trying to sleep and she's talking. I was like, Heffa, you be over there snoring. <laughs> you don't even hear me. Stop lying. But it was because she was upset that I was on the phone. So she felt like I'm telling daddy. <laughs> <laughs> My father was like, and Melissa, you going to stop this 11 o'clock conversation i was looking at him like how do you even know because you be all up in your star trek so how do you even know that i'm on the phone Listen, there's been so many nights we were on the phone just breathing literally like snoring on the phone that's why i laugh at those those comedy people when they do stuff like Listen. this like back in the day you yeah used to like, do that. <laughs> like no you no you can't go no you can't go no you hang up we okay on one on three one two three no we literally no you didn't go no you didn't we literally did that like no you hang up no 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 are you on the phone still oh, oh yeah i'm still here there have been nights where like like both of I us did fell it. asleep. Like she'd fall asleep and I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm like, hello? Hello? <laughs> and I hear her breathing and I'm like, all right, I know you're sleeping. I and love then you, you did it. And I hang up. And then I did yeah. it. And then and I'll then text the her the next morning. Time, like, the last, last time when my phone really got taken away for like a week was when we stayed up until like seven in the morning yeah. talking. And my dad, I don't know, I think it was on the phone bill. He and what's crazy about said, that? Oh my God, this conversation's like six hours long. Now that was the night where I realized I loved her. And that was the night that you said it, and I was like, uh, Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> you don't have to say it back. You do not have to say it back. Okay, I hate when dudes say that. No, because, because y'all know because we gonna be we listen, gonna feel you know what it was? like it we was, should say it. I want. I so wanted you to say it back, but I was okay if you didn't because it was just how I was. Let me tell y'all, it took me twenty five minutes 
to get the words out. And the honest truth is, is not that I didn't want to say it. It was that I knew if I say this, this is it, it something, everything. it was something about this I love you that I knew if I say it, that's it. Like, this is permanent. This is this is permanent. No, we're not going to go sleep together. But I know that this is now. I didn't know that that was going to bring us into marriage. Mm-hmm. But it felt weird mm-hmm. to to feel that that I love you was different yeah. than the other. Now, honestly, I had a boyfriend before, and I said I love you, but I did not feel it. It was one of those situations where he said it, and I was like, yeah, I love you too. Yeah, yeah. But in my heart, I was like, yeah, I don't even like this dude like that. I really can't even stand him. He's so, because he was so many things that was just not for me. But when I was feeling my mouth utter those words, I was like, yo, this is not even TV. This is real life. Like, I'm about to really say, I love you to this man. I don't really, like, know like that enough. I knew enough of how I felt. But I didn't know if it was like, okay, is this real? I don't know if this is real. I I don't know if this is feeling. It's just like infatuation or it's just an emotion because we up at six in the morning. (laughs) I was like, okay, if I say this, that's it. It's going to be really real. So that was the day he said it. And my lips were, I mean, the phone was like no talking for Mm -hmm. 25 minutes. He was like. Melissa, you don't have to say it right now. I'm like, I... Like, All right, I'll talk to you later. Hang up. I don't know. And she right before... Back. No, he was about to hang up. Right? No, you're right. You hung, you hung up. You hung up. And as soon as I hung up the phone, I said, no. I got to tell him this. I can't sleep like this. And I called you back. I was like, hello. Like, and she was like... I love you too. I was like, yeah! Woo! And I was like, what did I just say? Oh my God. I was like, pump it. Wash the knees. Pump it. And so that was the opening of Josh and Melissa. And then the next thing I knew, I was having a conversation with my dad. And Wait, hold on. Let me talk about my fast, though. No, you know, you can actually finish that, and then I'll talk about the fast. No, go ahead. Talk about so the So the fast was, you know, that, that Monday night uh, or that Sunday night went to bed, and then I fasted from Monday to Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this is how crazy the fast was. So my fast was limited to saltine crackers and orange juice, <laughs> right? And, I, and that wasn't like an all-day thing. Like, I had a cup of juice in the morning, crackers. For lunch, a cup of juice, crackers. Crackin'. Dinner, a cup of juice, cracker that was my fast for an entire week and i was praying i was reading my word i was looking up like marriage in the bible i was looking up relationships in the bible i was praying to god like is this really her because at that point i had just gotten out of that other relationship Mm -hmm. and my heart was just like i don't want to do this again so lord if this is the one i need you to tell me and if this is not the one i need you to tell me because i don't want to go through another heart jerker all over again mm-hmm. and it's completely avoidable because like i was saying this is really my friend like i really have a good friend my here buddy. and i don't want to mess up my friendship so my i go through the fast and what hurt about the fast was friday there was something going on at the church right there was something going on at church uh-huh. and they had food Oh, God. Grapefruit. Um, 
They oh, had, was that the cook-off thingy? I, I think so. Well, they had pasta. Well, Sandra Oates. Yeah, it was the cook-off. Made this pasta and these shrimps that looked like boulders, right? These shrimps were so big. Mm. They look, they were massive. They looked like Yankee Candle, what right? The these shrimps were huge. <laughs> and she was like, I made you a plate. And I was oh. like, I can't even, I can't. <laughs> I can't, uh, I'm gonna take it I home. can't even, I can't even, I can't even eat it. So she's like, take it home. Uh, but I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna do that because I'm gonna be tempted to eat it. I'm just gonna fast, I'm gonna eat this, and I'll be good. At the, end of the light, was, at the end of the night, I was like, you know what, maybe I should take a plate home. There was no more shrimp left. There was yeah, none. There was none. So here I am, everybody's eating, and I'm eating my saltine crackers and my orange juice. So it's Friday night. Saturday comes, Sunday comes, and I'm praying, and I don't hear nothing from the Lord. I was like, Lord, mm. I was, I gave up the scrimps, not <laughs> to hear nothing from you. Nothing. Like, nah, we gotta, we gotta come like, back. Nothing, God. We gotta, uh, as as Sharon would say, come through, Jesus, come through, come through. And he ain't say nothing. I heard nothing from the Lord. Monday morning, huh? Monday. <laughs> Should I put my preacher voice on? No, I'm going to be good. <laughs> you don't got no preacher voice. I don't have a preacher voice. I don't. Um, so Monday morning, I woke up and I, and I heard the Lord say three words. He said, yes, now wait. That's what I heard the Lord say. Mm-hmm. And I got so excited. I was shouting. I was jumping around because I, I knew that this meant that Melissa would be my wife. I was excited. Now, let me tell you what was happening while you was fasting. Now, see, this is what's funny to me. While you was fasting and couldn't call me, Mm -hmm. the past called me. Hey, everybody. This is Josh, one half of the I Like My Spouse podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening in. Join us next time for part two of How We Met. Like always, follow us on Instagram at I Like My Spouse. You can email us at ilikemyspouse at gmail.com. Text us at 516-253-LIKE. That's 516-253-5453. See you guys soon. Peace.